1: This is Next Steps for Seniors with your host, Wendy Jones. Each week, Wendy brings resources and information to help guide you through those next steps for your elderly parent or loved one. Now, here's Wendy Jones with this week's guest.
2: Good morning and welcome to Next Steps for Seniors. This is the place that we walk you through the next steps with your elderly parent or loved one. Each and every week, we try to bring you pertinent information. My name is Wendy Jones, I'm the host, and also the owner of Next Steps for Seniors, the business. And my goal truly is to bring topics that are interesting, that are new, and truly be able to look at your lives, look at your situation, and be able to like move through aging in a graceful, amazing, dignified, independent way. And one of the things each and every week that has been coming back over and over and over are all of the disease states that are starting younger and younger in our lives. I just had a 61, 61 61-year-old person call me yesterday, and it just broke my heart listening to the scenario because, I mean, she can hardly walk right now. And in my head, I was like, I need to have a guest that can talk to us about Why these disease states are starting so early what can we be doing right now what in this moment all of our listeners what can we be doing to our bodies as we're eating as we're exercising that will change the course of life so we can live healthier longer that's our that's our goal so today I have a guest in the studio and his name is Doug and he uh, actually I met Doug at live clean nutrition which is right down the street from my office in Rochester Hills on Livernois, And his son actually owns the store and him and his wife, they have this nice little family thing going on over there. And I stop in there, he sees my face probably every single week. So I'm gonna introduce you, Doug. Good morning. I'm glad you're here with us. I love your face. I love
1: seeing you there.
2: (laughs) I have a face for radio. You You can't say that, right? (laughs) Okay, you're not supposed to agree with me. No, (laughs) no, you don't. Okay, so so Doug Doug is a wealth of knowledge. And the first time I walked into this place, I'll be honest, they do workouts and physical stuff and Sometimes I try it, and sometimes I'm not successful at it. But they also have health products, nutrition items. They've got smoothies. Everything is health-related. And I just feed on that stuff because I'm like, what can we be doing? I just truly believe that. So I asked Doug to come today just to share. And listeners, you are going to be just immensely surprised. The wealth of knowledge this man has in his head that he's going to share with us today about our bodies is awesome. So I'm gonna ask you those questions, Doug, just to get started. You know, it seems to me that we are seeing so many chronic diseases earlier and earlier in our lives. We're, we're curious as to what your take is on that.
1: Yeah, well, it's good that you, it's interesting you say that, because we get a number of people that come in the store consistently with so many chronic debilitating situations, and MS, psoriatic arthritis, lupus, Hashimoto's, I mean, the list goes on and on. And interestingly, I would say at least 80% of those people that walk in, whether they wanna lose weight or they have a chronic illness, or they have an autoimmune disease, they have serious gut issues. And we're gonna dive deep into the gut today because the gut in the world of natural medicine or integrative medicine, many of these progressive doctors or researchers all believe everything originates from the gut so you keep the gut healthy you keep the body healthy you get a gut that's a little messed up and things begin to break down and the interesting thing is is that many of these somebody just doesn't wake up one day with a chronic illness exactly
2: Mm -hmm. these
1: illnesses let's say you have an autoimmune disease i mean you could enter on what they call the autoimmune spectrum uh 15 20 25 years ago maybe five years ago everybody's different, right? But you begin to see these little symptoms, and then all of a sudden, one day you wake up and you can't move in bed because you have MS. Right. Or you wake up one day at the age of 35 and you're type 1 diabetic, and you never realize that you were even headed in that direction. But these chronic illnesses and these autoimmune diseases, even these allergies that people are suffering from so badly today, they appear to be, based on the research I've done and the numerous hours I've spent researching, listening to... Different uh, being at parts of seminars, it all originates from the gut and it all surfaces from the things that we bring in. So we live today in a world, and I hate to say this because. Nobody really wants to hear this, because when you hear this, it means that you have to alter your lifestyle.
2: We have to change, and yes. nobody likes change. We all want to sit in our happy little boxes That's and not have to change anything. You're
1: absolutely right. But the reality is, in order to turn things around, we have to recognize that a, a huge part of our food supply today is poison, unfortunately. I mean, you look at- And
2: this has happened gradually, though. I don't think it's always been like that. Don't no. you believe that we've gradually changed over the years?
1: That's correct. we gradually and it's changed scary. over the years, yeah.
2: We I don't mean, even you, see it happening.
1: No, we don't. And there's so many, you, you go in a grocery store and you look at the foods that you're buying and really read the labels, and there's so many chemicals in these foods. There's so many modified components in these foods today. And many of them are what they call pro-inflammatory components, right? Mm -hmm. And those pro-inflammatory components end up causing, we're gonna talk about this, bacterial imbalances within the gut, cause overreaction of the immune system, create these inflammatory responses, and ultimately they lead to these chronic illnesses and these autoimmune diseases.
2: Well, and I really don't think, we we all took these classes, health and school and all this stuff, but I don't think anybody's ever really explained the process the body takes, what happens when you bring nutrients into the mouth? You know, like you say, the intake is the most important. So when you're eating an ice cream cone versus some healthy item, right? There is a big difference of what happens in the body. Huge. So walk us through like what that process looks like and why it is so important internally.
1: Yeah. Okay. So I'm going to title this just for conversation sake, because I think this is so important. I'm going to title this something that most people probably have never heard of. I'm going to call this nutrition for bacterial balance. And you'll begin to understand this as I get into it, right? But if you think of it this way, we have within our gut, so the gut in, in this for this conversation is the small and large intestine. We have trillions of bacteria that reside in the gut, and it's estimated to be like 450 to 1,000 different strains of bacteria. And actually, it's estimated to be like four to five pounds of Worth of what they call these microbiota, these bacteria that reside in the gut. And the research is just, this is actually quite recent, but the research is getting more profound and they're beginning to find that these microbiota play such a huge role in so many different functions within the gut. Just to give you an idea, they play a role in digestion, digesting our foods. They play a role in modulating our immune system believe it or not 70 or 80 percent of which resides in the gut right wow. they play a role in hormonal balancing which i'm going to get a little into here they play a role in vitamin and enzyme production who would have thought right they play a role in nutrient absorption inflammation modulation whenever you, whenever you hear the word inflammation in this talk today just think of that as our own immune systems trying to fight something off or trying to protect us. That's basically what the inflammatory response is. Some foreign agent, whether it's a protein or some pathogen, has come into the body, created in some sort of an assault, and the body's own immune system is trying to do what it can to protect you. Like that is a
2: great you know that is a great explanation so many people are on these inflammatory diets now and i don't even know that they realize why they're doing it
1: yeah anti-inflammatory diets. Yeah, yeah
2: well exactly i right,
1: <laughs> right. just want to clarify that. yeah um and then uh metabolism regulation so we're going to get into a little bit of that like think about this 20 percent of your thyroid activation from t4 which is thyroxine into T3, which is triadothyronine, which is the active form of thyroid, 20% of that takes place within the gut by these microbiota, these bacteria, right? And even healthy weight. So oftentimes when you have a talk about nutrition, people always, you know, they have that standard talk. Mm -hmm. Less calories in, more calories expended out, and you're going to lose weight. Well, the reality is in order to lose weight and to maintain and sustain health, You have to keep these bacteria healthy within the gut. And they're responsible, by the way, for uh, satiation, right, for hunger, for absorption, for nutrient breakdown. So they play a central role in weight, not just good health, but weight management, right?
2: Right, the whole picture, exactly.
1: They play a role in neurotransmitter production. So if you think about some of those key neurotransmitters in the brain, which we're going to talk about, they're actually large percentages of them are actually made by these microbiota within the gut. And then there's cortisol, the world famous cortisol, which is our fight or flight or our stress hormone can actually be triggered by problems with these microbiota or bacteria within the gut. So these are just a short list, but these are obviously key areas that these bacteria play a role in.
2: Mm -hmm.
1: So when we think about all of these chronic illnesses, we're going to dive deeper into these bacteria and when they become imbalanced and how these 10 things I just mentioned, how these things get affected by these bacteria being imbalanced, then you begin to see how these chronic illnesses occur.
2: And we are going to get into that in the next segment, because that is priceless, and that's exactly what we need to know. And that's the best explanation I've ever heard of it, because people don't explain that. Even physicians don't have the time to sit down and go through what you just did. So I appreciate that more than you know. You're listening to The Patriot, FM 101.5, AM 1400. We're going to be right back with Doug from Live Clean Nutrition in just a moment. This is Wendy Jones, and you're listening to The Patriot, FM 101.5, AM 1400. Welcome back to the Next Steps for Seniors program. We are here talking about nutrition for bacterial balance. And without further ado, I'm going to turn it over to our famous Doug because he is <laughs> filled with knowledge, and we're excited to hear more from yeah, you.
1: So happy to be here. Okay, so we were talking about these. I had a list of 10 things that these bacteria within the gut play a role in. Again, remember, this is all about. You opened this up asking me about why we're so rampant today in these chronic illnesses. Exactly. And again, this talk is all about nutrition for bacterial balance, which you'll start to see the connection here pretty soon. But the reality is, if you think about these bacteria, they, when you think about digestion, right, your gut is basically one long tube. Starts at the mouth, basically ends at the butt, at, mm-hmm. the, at the rear, right? And it's got obviously a number of roles, but one very key role is it's designed for this human body to bring things in, to break those things that you bring in in into nutritive components, and then push them through into the bloodstream to feed tissues, glands, and organs. Fuel
2: the body, That's
1: exactly right, right? So it's actually, if you think about it this way, this tube that contains all these microbiome, these trillions of bacteria, It actually is part of the body, yet it's kind of separate from the body. It actually operates somewhat independently, right? It's almost like going to downtown Detroit, driving through the Detroit Tunnel Mm -hmm. to Windsor. You're underwater, yet you're really not in the water. That's right. You're in a tunnel, but you're really not in the water. And this is kind of the same analogy. It's the same thing, right? So these bacteria are designed to live these these trains of bacteria, these 450 to 1,000 different strains, are designed to live symbiotically together. And when they're imbalanced, they actually conduct these 10 things and numerous other things perfectly. The problem is, is these bacteria can very easily become what they call dysbiotic, or imbalanced, right? So when they become imbalanced, All of a sudden, you begin to see these things start to break down. These things I mentioned like digestion, immune system, hormonal balancing, vitamin and enzyme production, those sort of things. You begin to see these things begin to break down, right? So how do these bacteria become imbalanced?
2: Exactly. That's the million-dollar question.
1: Guess what it is? It's what we're bringing in, right? Yep, absolutely. So in today's world, we're carb-addicted people. And I've heard so many experts in this field say that we're actually born in a mild state of ketosis. So we're really meant to be, not totally, but largely fat burners as opposed to sugar burners, but we're trained to be sugar burners at a very early age. And we basically are a population that's sugar addicted. And sugar is one of the huge contributors to bring about dysbiosis or bacterial imbalance within the gut. And
2: right? he's talking to me, listeners. Is he talking to you yeah. too?
1: <laughs> a lot, I did way. give up sugar for Lent. You need to know. Okay. Good. So this is day one.
2: Yeah, day, day yeah. one, <laughs> day two. Right. So far, so good.
1: Right. So, sugar is is one key thing. Processed foods. Why? Because they're loaded with chemicals, as well as sugar. Right. Uh, toxins. So we're faced with toxins every day. I mean, just think about if you don't go buy an organic vegetable, a lot of people, I know when I changed the way I was eating, so I'm 50, almost 58 now, several years ago, decades ago, when I changed the way I was eating, I started eating organically. Mm-hmm. And I had friends that thought I was crazy. They'd make fun of me. And I had people actually, when I changed the way I was eating, didn't even want to go to dinner with them anymore because... You were no fun yeah I think they just felt the pressure of thinking they had to change (laughs) when I never even said anything about it, they just noticed what I was doing right exactly but the reality is today if you don't eat organically you're getting chemicals in that food and just some will say well now I'm gonna wash it off in the sink no those chemicals are embedded within the cell structure of those plants so if you think about any conventional plant that you buy to it doesn't say organic it's loaded with pesticides and herbicides. And every one of those will disrupt this bacterial balance within the gut. Remember, this is all about symbiosis within the gut, keeping balance in that bacteria within the gut to stave away chronic illnesses, autoimmune diseases, allergies, things like that, right?
2: Right, and you could see how, as as time progresses how it would get, so like a young person in high school They don't really see the effects of it yet, but I can completely see over years and years of doing the wrong things why we would see it as we're aging. Although
1: it's first of all, you're you're totally right. Although it's surprising the amount of younger people we're seeing today,
2: and thus is why we're talking about this exactly because these disease states are starting younger and younger, and obvious it's obvious now why.
1: Yeah. And then, just to continue, I mean, there are medicines like, uh, you know, one round of antibiotics will totally destroy the bacteria within the gut—not just the bad, pathogenic bacteria that's designed to go after, but even the good bacteria, right? And then even stress will play a role by way of cortisol, which we're going to get into that discussion. Will play a role in in causing deterioration of that balance within the bacteria in the gut. So let's go through these ten things very quickly. So we talked about digesting foods, right? Mm-hmm. So those bacteria play a role in digesting food, but think about it this way. If you're imbalanced bacterially, and you, you have certain strains of bacteria that are opportunistic and have overpopulated, you now have a dysfunctioning microbiome or gut, right? And all of a sudden, these foods, if you think about the points of digestion, the first point of digestion is the mouth. You, saliva gets released, to break down the food, gets delivered to the stomach, where the stomach pumps out from its walls hydrochloric acid and certain enzymes like peps and some others to help break down foods, more specifically proteins, but they break them down to this liquid oatmeal substance called chyme, and it gets fed down to the small intestine. And there, those bacteria are designed to break them down in their final state, which would be fats, proteins, carbs, vitamins, minerals, and then they work their way down into the mucosal layer, down to that one cell structure, through the epithelial wall, into the bloodstream. However, when you're imbalanced bacterially, you lose that ability to be able to break those foods down properly once they get delivered.
2: So then what happens? The
1: well, all of a sudden you don't break foods down, right? And all of a sudden you lose that ability to get those nutrients
2: into the blood on the other side, mm-hmm. or at least
1: a portion of those nutrients on the other side. And what happens is the undigested foods end up feeding the pathogenic bacteria, the ones that are now overpopulated. And so over time, when you continue to feed those overpopulated bacteria, because you're not breaking foods down properly, they continue to expand and expand. They continue to push out the good bacteria, which means you now have a larger deficit of breaking foods down properly. And now all of a sudden you start to notice things like bloating when you eat. Now
2: we see or the, the symptoms feeling, on yes, the outside of the body. The feelings
1: of fullness right after you eat. The acid reflux. Or you begin to get become constipated. Some people have things like or small intestinal bacterial overgrowth related things where they, they, they shuffle back and forth between diarrhea and constipation. But those are all symptoms. What about
2: heartburn where, too?
1: Yeah, yeah, okay. absolutely. Same, yes, okay. a so that's where you begin to notice the symptoms of being dysbiotic or imbalanced bacterial. Right? And
2: I'm wondering how many people we're talking to right now. There's so many people that have these symptoms that you're talking about.
1: I guarantee you more than you would think.
2: Mm-hmm. As
1: much as you think there's a lot more than you think. Okay. Yeah. Um, so that's that covers the digesting foods part, right? So now there's the immune system. So if you think of it this way, within our gut, we have what they call the inside of the gut is called a lumen. And within that lumen, these trains of bacteria reside. And they reside in this, this fluidy, liquidy, mucosal layer. And then underneath that is this thick mucosal layer called mucin-2. And that's our protective barrier of the gut. That protects your immune system, about 70 to 80% of which resides right underneath that mucosal layer, right? And then underneath that, you have a one-cell structure that is your last line of defense before you get to the bloodstream. Okay. Right? So all of a sudden, this when bacteria are symbiotically living together and pathogens come into the small intestine, say you went and had some sushi one day, and sushi is loaded with parasites just by nature. And for some reason, some parasites survive the trip through the stomach with all that low pH hydrochloric acid and made it into the gut. Oftentimes those bacteria, when you are at a good balance, will neutralize those parasites and your body will dispel them, right? However, when you lack that symbiosis and you're Mm -hmm. imbalanced, you don't have the firepower to neutralize these things and then they can work their way down through that mucosal layer and they activate the immune system. And all of a sudden the immune system goes crazy, right? Mm -hmm. And so these bacteria actually play a role in communicating to the immune system, let the immune system know things are coming, the immune system can prepare and deal with it in advance, but when you're imbalanced, and you don't have enough good bacteria, you lack that communication. The
2: communication breakdown, absolutely. So the
1: immune system can go crazy. And this is where ultimately over time, yet people end up with Crohn's, Ulcerative colitis, celiac, right?
2: Yeah, those are all very, very common.
1: Very common. And they're getting worse today.
2: They are. And that's why. I mean, exactly. You're laying it out so clearly. Isn't right. his wealth of knowledge? I know the listeners are like, wow. Like, just the explanation is very clear. We've got a few minutes. I want you to please tell them where. Live Clean Nutrition is at. Uh,
1: we're at. We're in Rochester Hills. The address is 121 South Livernoy. It's right at the corner of Walton and Livernoy across from Rochester, Rochester High School.
2: Yep, right across from Rochester High School and right down the street from my office. Yeah, right down the street from you.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: and, and yeah, and Doug is easy to get a hold of. You can always call the store if you want to talk to him, let me tell you, because he's a great guy to talk to. You're listening to The Patriot, FM 101.5, AM 1400. We'll be back to now learn what we do about this process. This is Wendy Jones and you're listening to The Patriot, FM 101.5, AM 1400. Our topic today, nutrition for bacterial balance. We have Doug Ferner in the studio today from Live Clean Nutrition, one of my favorite places in Rochester. I'm not going to lie, I'm there at least once a week, if not more. Uh, But I really encourage our listeners, if if you've been tuning in, you're learning so much, grab a notepad, grab a piece of paper. This information is critical. And we need to know it for ourselves right now so we can make some changes in our lives. So when we start seeing these symptoms, we go right to the gut and say, okay, what can I be doing differently? And even if it's one little thing, don't be overwhelmed, because I know this is a lot of information in one hour. Doug actually wants like two and a half hours, but we only have an hour. So please call him, go to Live Clean Nutrition, talk to Doug. He knows what he's talking about clearly, but... Let's grab our piece of paper and pencil, and I'm going to let you continue, Doug, because it's fascinating, and I appreciate you more than you know.
1: Well, what you just said was very well said, by the way. So one of the, the next thing that I want to talk about, we, we talked about bacterial, bacteria within the gut playing a role in hormonal balancing. So this is a very interesting connection here. So when you become imbalanced bacteria within the gut, remember that immune system resides a large portion of it right underneath that mucosal layer within the gut. The immune system becomes activated and it creates that's now what we call an inflammatory response. Remember, inflammation is just the body's way of trying to protect itself or neutralize something, right? Whenever there's an inflammatory response, the brain recognizes a stressor. So we always think of stress as oh, sitting in traffic, the job, family issues, whatever, right? The brain does too. But it also recognizes internal stressors the same way, it can't differentiate.
2: Okay, right? so what are some internal stressors then? Well, What's inflammation's that
1: a great one. So being, yep. just being imbalanced bacterially creates inflammation because you've activated the immune system, right? Now, one of the interesting things is, is when the body becomes in an inflammatory state, the brain wants to release the fight or flight hormone, known as the stress hormone, cortisol, which we have two adrenals, one above each kidney. They're responsible for making cortisol. The problem is, is when cortisol is chronically active, which in today's world, so many people have chronic release of cortisol. Cortisol is only supposed to be released intermittently. Think about it this way. I always use this analogy. When we were cavemen thousands of years ago and we were being chased by the woolly mammoth, that's the time cortisol was supposed to be released.
2: (laughs) There it was,
1: right. Right, cortisol and adrenaline to give you enough strength and enough, cortisol's job is to bring sugar into your system so that you can activate those cells instantly with energy to run as fast as you can possibly Mm -hmm. run or have as much strength as you need, right? The problem is, and then it dissolves. Once you're done, you you high by the rock, you're safe, mm-hmm. and within two hours it dissolves, right? And I already
2: know the problem is now, we're functioning in that state That's all exactly right, it
1: never goes away. So here's one and of the problems. And
2: that's me, I'm raising my hand right now, that is totally me. That's
1: you and probably about 80% of the population. At least I'm not the only one. That's right, yeah. But the reality is, just think about it this way, the adrenals also after about the age of 30, give or take, are responsible for the majority of sex hormone production among like I don't know 40 other hormones okay but think of it this way if the brain is constantly sending the message by way of the pituitary gland to the adrenals to make cortisol because you're constantly in an inflammatory state Mm -hmm. you ain't making sex hormones or you're not making them to the level that you should be right right so all of a sudden if the adrenals are constantly getting this message pump out cortisol pump out cortisol it's not making pregnenolone, which is the precursor to DHA to estrogen, to testosterone, to progesterone. So you find a lot of people in highly stressed states that experience low libido. They're tired it's and lethargic a all the time. class, too. Okay. Yeah, right, there you go. Right. <laughs>
2: Sorry. But you
1: know what I'm talking about. No, it happens. Right? And you, you, there are mornings you wake up. You don't want to get out of bed. You're energy list, right? And think about it this way. It's because, and I'm not saying this is the only reason, but this has a significant part to play, to role role to play, right? When you're constantly focused on survival, which is what that cortisol mechanism is, the brain doesn't care about you populating the world right nope. now.
2: No, it's taking right? care of your it body right you now. It wants you to survive, mm-hmm. so
1: it slows down that sex hormone production, right? So that's one of the dangers of being. And again, this uh, remember this is leading back to being imbalanced bacterially within the gut. And nutrition for bacterial balance which we're going to ultimately get to right so think of it this way the other is another way that hormonal balance can take place is a hormone is just a messenger right so let's say estrogen gets sent out by the adrenals to a various cells within the body to send a message for the cells to do something and then when estrogens done it gets put back in the bloodstream circulates around goes to the liver Where the liver performs what's known as phase one phase two detox which is the breaking down and binding process of that excess estrogen once it's done Mm
2: -hmm. and so
1: then the liver sends it on to the gut where those bacteria break it down into its final state and then the body dispels it right Mm -hmm. except when you're imbalanced bacterially you don't break it down potentially in its final state and it has a chance to recirculate in the bloodstream. So you see a lot of women today, you see a lot of guys too with the man boobs and the big bellies, you see a lot of women with endometriosis, polycystic ovarian syndrome, low libido, cramps, heavy bleeding. Fibroids. Mm -hmm. Fibroids, that's exactly right. All those things which are estrogen driven dominant diseases, and again, there are outside estrogen mimickers like xenoestrogens from chemicals that play a big role in that. But the reality is if you're imbalanced bacterial, remember this is all going back to that, Yes. you risk putting yourself in that classification, right? It's <laughs> unbelievable, yeah. it
2: really is. And, and the, the breakdown that you're explaining right now is perfect because there are so many people that are like, I don't know why, we've been trying for five years and we can't get pregnant. And these are 20 year olds, 30 year olds that are struggling with this because like you said, it's happening younger and younger and younger, and many women are estrogen dominant. Many, many, many. Many men.
1: You see little little They don't even know it. They don't even know it. That's right. Now here's another interesting one. So these bacteria, uh, these thousands of bacteria that reside in the gut, they're actually split up in two ways. One half is called gram-positive bacteria, the other half are called gram-negative bacteria. we don't have to get into the the details of that but the reality is the gram-negative bacteria have these protective shells around them and those shells are made by what's known as lipopolysaccharides it's a component and when they're part of the bacteria they're very beneficial they protect the bacteria they help the bacteria receive things right but the reality is when these bacteria die off so they'll die off in a normal day of just digestion right Mm -hmm. but again when you're balanced properly the lps is what happens is these LPSs or these lipopolysaccharides, once the bacteria die, they release from those bacteria automatically. And when they release, they're now toxic. While they're part of the bacteria, they're beneficial. When they release, they're toxic. And in a normal functioning microbiome or gut, the body dispels them. But in the dysbiotic gut, those LPSs get into the bloodstream, have the risk of getting into the bloodstream. And what there have been, there's been research done just recently that's proven that high blood serum levels of LPSs or lipopolysaccharides has a direct relationship with low testosterone levels. How about that one? How about that one? So just another connection of Mm -hmm. being imbalanced bacterially and
2: hormonal It all goes back to the gut. It all goes back to the gut. All all of it, all of it, all of it, all of it. All of it. And you won't hear this. I I don't think mainstream a whole lot.
1: No, and and I'm, I'm not qualified to say I just just based on what I've heard and what I've read, you know, in the conventional medicine world, doctors aren't necessarily trained nutritionally. They're trained pharmaceutically. So I've heard and read that doctors, conventional doctors, get like seven, eight hours of nutritional training in
2: eight to ten years of training of
1: schooling, right? Not,
2: they're treating symptoms that you're telling them the symptoms, and then they're giving you something to respond to those symptoms instead right. of getting into the root cause, which is what you're helping us see right now. That's right. And that's why you're here today. That's right.
1: I love it. That's why I'm here. So now the next—so we just talked about hormonal balance. Now let's talk about vitamin enzyme production. So things like vitamin B12, vitamin B6, K, vitamin K1 into the active form of K2, those actually take place— within the gut by those bacteria. So you see a lot of people, like for example, with Crohn's or ulcerative colitis or celiac, they're highly vitamin B12 deficient, as Mm. an example. And that's because those bacteria, when they're imbalanced, they don't have good bacteria, they're not making it. So you you risk, in being dysbiotic or imbalanced, you risk The ability to be able to make or activate certain vitamins
2: and you're gonna get into how we activate that and get the b12 into our body in the next segment because there are things we can be doing right now supplements is a big one but nutrition the food products
1: that's right
2: let's eat a little healthier and again we're not going to do all of this tomorrow but we are going to take one or two small things that he gives us in the next segment And we're going to focus on that. And we're going to do everything we can to do that for a period of time. And then you're going to drop a few more things and a few more things. Because at some point, if you really, truly want to make a change, and that's the million-dollar question, how many of you are sitting there thinking right now, that's me, and I am going to do this? And then tomorrow when you wake up, you're like, oh. That's too much work, that's a lot. I want my pizza and my pop. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I've seen that happen.
2: I'm just gonna say, it's hard. I'm on day two of Lent and it's still hard. You're listening to The Patriot FM 101.5 AM 1400. We'll be right back. This is Wendy Jones and you're listening to The Patriot FM 101.5 AM 1400. Welcome back to the Next Steps for Seniors program. Our topic today, nutrition for bacterial balance. This segment, the last segment we're gonna get into is, he's gonna race through a couple more items, but then Doug Forner is going to, Forner, sorry, is going to get into the specifics of what we need to do and how we do it. So that we don't have what he just explained in the last three segments happening to our bodies. But before we do that I want him to give your, his location again right here in Rochester.
1: Yeah so it's Live Clean Nutrition 121 South Livernoy Road Rochester Hills. Number is uh, 248-608-3959.
2: Okay so talk to us about Okay what
1: we so can- uh, in uh, the essence of time here just quickly the others that I didn't touch my nutrient absorption inflammation modulation Metabolism regulation, which is more specific with thyroid activation, healthy weight, serotonin, and dopamine are, I just want to cover those quickly. So, a lot of people that may suffer from depression or anxiety or mood swings.
2: Good, I'm glad you're talking about about this. this. Mm -hmm.
1: That's largely related to your feel good neurotransmitter in the brain known as serotonin. So, you've heard of these selective serotonin reuptake inhibitors or SSRIs, like I think Xanax or some of these others. That's what those deal with. But think of it this way. 90%, it's estimated, 90% of serotonin is made in the gut.
2: By oh these my bacteria. Goodness,
1: of course. 50% of dopamine, which is your pleasure center in the brain, made by these bacteria within the gut. So when you're imbalanced or dysbiotic and bacterially, you lose that ability to make those neurotransmitters or the appropriate amount, right? So I think that's that's a big thing to think about.
2: That is important.
1: So let's let's look at the next step since we don't have time to cover the rest no of those areas. Words. But yeah, no put on words. But let's talk, think about the symptoms of if you're sitting back there wondering, well, am I possibly dysbiotic or am I imbalanced bacterially? Think of some of these symptoms here: gas and bloating. Right, that's a very common symptom of being dysbiotic. Acne, rosacea, eczema, those are all ways of the body detoxing because it's one of its key detoxing mechanisms, which is through defecation, is being blocked through the inability to break things down, things down probably from being bacterial imbalanced, right? Constipation, diarrhea, an obvious sign. Brain fog, ADD, ADHD are common signs of being imbalanced bacterially. Consistent headaches. Uh, you find yourself sick a lot, right? Colds all the time. Uh, colds, UTIs, yeast infections. UTIs are urinary tract infections, ch- chronic urinary tract infections, chronic yeast infections. I, myself, I'm 57 now. When I was 20, I had my first prostate infection. And for okay, wait, 20, wait, wait, wait.
2: You said you were 58 earlier.
1: I'm going to be 58. Oh, June, I called
2: 57. you out. Oh. <laughs> oh, did I say 58? You did. I'm uh, okay, actually 57.
1: But anyway, close to being 58. Anyway, um, I I suffered from prostate infections for 20 years and was constantly on antibiotics, constantly, for 20 years, and it wasn't until I changed what I was doing that I was able to get off of antibiotics completely, right? And I didn't know it at the time because I was much younger, but it was all about that bacterial balance, now that I know it, right? if you find it tough losing weight, that can be a, a sign of being imbalanced bacterially. Autoimmune diseases, chronic illnesses obviously, depression, anxiety, and hormonal imbalances as we talked about earlier. So those are signs of being imbalanced bacterially, what they call being dysbiotic, right? So how do we turn a situation like that around? So it's really all about, as I mentioned earlier, what we're bringing in. So when you think about how we get to this state It's by bringing pro-inflammatory things into our body. So when we're talking about foods, what can be some of those pro-inflammatory foods? And I want to warn you, these are things that you're not going to want to hear because these are things that even our food pyramid...
2: Everybody's doing, For
1: 50 or 60 years, Mm -hmm. some of these things were like the primary parts of the food pyramid that said you want five, six, seven, eight servings a day of this stuff, right? So the first thing, and this isn't a life sentence, but for a while cut out the grains and grasses so what is that wheat barley rye even the even grasses like oats which is a shocker right and rice and again not a life sentence but for a while what's well, a while of 60 to 90 days right? you have to be diligent about this stuff because think about grains and grasses for two reasons one is they're gluten contain not not all mm-hmm. but many of those grains are gluten containing Gluten is a large protein that our body does not have the ability to break down properly and can become very pro-inflammatory when it gets down in the gut, particularly when you're imbalanced bacterially, right? Uh, the other is, the, even if these grasses or these grains are gluten-free, they contain something known as lectins, which are just a protein of which gluten falls in that category, which are a plant's defense mechanism. And many of these, particularly grains and grasses, have been found to be very pro-inflammatory to our immune system within the gut. Our gut's just not quite adapted to them. Okay. So they cause an inflammatory response, right? Uh, so those are things you want to you think about eliminating temporarily. Uh, sugar's a big one, obviously added sugars, things that convert to sugar. That's the other thing with grains and grasses. As soon as they touch your tongue, they're converting to sugar. Sugar feeds those bad bacteria.
2: And he's not just talking about brownies, cookies, cake, all of that good stuff, ice cream. You're talking about sugar in other items. Yeah, even things like (laughs) pasta, we're
1: talking about Cokes, you know, things that are added. Yep. Exactly. Dairy's a big one. Uh, Dairy, surprisingly, the main protein in dairy is known as casein. It's very difficult for us to break down. And casein, along with gluten, have something known as molecular mimicry. They actually mimic certain cell structures on the tissues, glands, and organs on the other side, and they will activate your immune system once they get in the bloodstream. But they're very pro-inflammatory and can cause disruption in that bacterial symbiosis, if you will, to cause, it can be a result of uh, bacterial imbalance. Processed foods, So think about anything in a box, like 80% of anything in a box has sugar, dairy, and or gluten, or all three of them, right?
2: Yeah, they say you you should perimeter shop, right?
1: That's correct. Around the
2: outside, everything fresh ingredients. Right.
1: Uh, Alcohol is a big one. Why? Because most alcohols are made from grains, right? And they're also converted to sugar. Mm -hmm. Two things that are feeding that pathogenic bacteria in the gut. Um... Processed oils are a big one. So, you really want to think about staying away from things like corn oil, safflower oil, canola. Uh, there are others I just can't remember off the top of my head. You want to lean more toward things like olive oil, coconut oil, flaxseed oil, avocado oil, macadamia oil, things like that. Um, artificial sweeteners are very pro inflammatory. So, you want to stay away from the obvious, uh, I don't know what some of those names are, but the obvious artificial sweeteners. Um, and then there are toxins, things like xenoestrogens. So we talked about earlier when we were talking about endometriosis and hormonal imbalances. There are a number of products in the marketplace today, things like toothpaste, mouthwash, shampoo, wow. conditioners, You're
2: using it every laundry day.
1: detergent, uh, soap that you clean your dishes with, soap that you use on your hands, moisturizers, makeups, lipstick.
2: Body lotions, yeah. Body
1: lotions, they contain what's known as xenoestrogens, which are chemicals that ironically, when they get into the body, and remember, based on the research I've done, it can take less than 16 seconds for something on the skin to permeate into the bloodstream. So whether it comes in by form of water, chlorine, bromine, fluoride, comes in by way of food, some of these chemicals as preservatives in foods or flavor enhancers, the bottom line is, however they come in, it doesn't matter, but they actually will disrupt the bacteria within the gut. And furthermore, they mimic, molecularly speaking, estrogen that the body makes and confuses the body and the body thinks it's got all this excess estrogen and it goes through all of these processes it would normally go through as if it was real estrogen.
0: Mm. And that's
1: how you end up with things like endometriosis, stuff like that, right? So you want to be very careful about toxins. You have to pay attention to the ingredients and even simple things like toothpaste and mouthwash and start leaning more toward clean, real, plant sources.
2: thus live clean nutrition okay so we got a minute left and so i'm going to ask you product wise i mean we need to make the changes in our foods but talk to me about what you have in your store today that people could start taking that would make a difference
1: yeah so there are things that you can do that we call heal and seal the gut which play a role in bringing help bringing back bacterial balance within the gut that help heal that mucosal layer that we talked about which gets damaged when you're imbalanced for quite a period of time Mm -hmm. and also Help bring that one cell structure back together, which protects that epithelial wall from it, the bloodstream from that epithelial wall. That, that's what's known as leaky gut or intestinal permeability. That's the first of that's very important, right?
2: So, what's the first thing we could per Is there anything in your store that is right that. now? Okay,
1: that's you want to you want to deal with the gut, right?
2: Mm-hmm. That's
1: the first thing. And then I would also, and there are a number of other supplements that deal with detox in the liver, that deal with stress and cortisol that deal with inflammation, like turmeric and you know vitamin D, you know, immune system. And he's modulation. got this
2: cortisol calm product that I just, I, in fact, I'm on my way there right now to buy it.
1: Yeah, it's great. <laughs> It'll help calm down the cortisol release from the adrenals, right? But just quickly, foods that you want to eat more, anti-inflammatory foods would be high fat foods like Olive oil, olives, coconut oil, nuts, seeds, grass-fed beef, wild-caught fish, things like that.
2: And he's got a great product in the store, too, that I just purchased, XCT oil. You can go buy it from him. Live Clean Nutrition, Doug Berner. Thank you. Thank you, you, thank you, thank you. You are listening to The Patriot, FM 101.5 and 1400.